Hello, hi, this is Nisha Riley here at the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm sorry that you haven't heard from me for nine months, so I'll start by explaining that part. I've been writing a book. I sat down to start writing one book in April and realised that I had three parts, which I just finished last week. Um, so I found it quite hard to separate out my thoughts between what I wanted to put in the book and what I wanted to put in the podcast. When I finished the first book, in fact, I sat down and wrote out some notes for a podcast from the experience of writing the book. And then I realised that that was actually the start of the second book, so I never recorded the podcast. I guess I haven't wanted to spoil the book for people by talking about what's been constantly in my thoughts and exposing the book before it was sort of ready. So now I'm going to record a podcast on a topic actually that I was contacted a few months ago about, and that was ambiverts. And this is this idea that people don't really align with being either extroverts or introverts. I guess um, I start every session quite often explaining to people that our idea of introverts are not always accurate. They don't have to be people who exclude themselves from the world, live in a log cabin in the middle of a forest, never have any access to people except through technology. They're not all computer programmers. They're not all geeks. Um, For me, um, being introverted is about um, your levels of privacy how many people you really invite into your world, how long that takes for you to do that, and how many people you actually invite to your home. But also a really big tell is how you actually recharge. So an extrovert will always find a very busy environment with lots of people, but also lots of noise at the end of the week to to recharge their batteries. They feed off that, that energy transfer from other people around them. Whereas an introvert will always need a portion of time every day to themselves. Um, And anybody who's worked with me knows that I go on and on about introverts and self-care and needing to take that sort of 15 or 30 minutes to yourself every day and going for a walk. I think when you read articles on ambiverts, it basically breaks down into four sections for me. How you relate to people, your need for them or otherwise or your dislike of being in in crowded spaces um, and and suddenly um, being at a party and suddenly needing time out and needing to go home. Um, The whole environmental setup of the environment, how you recharge, and also, I suppose, the depth of connection to people. And I think where this gets confusing is that I don't think it's as simple as it being about introverts and extroverts. I think the biggest part to this is whether or not you have a feeling component in your personality. A lot of introverts actually need to form really deep bonds with people, and that's because they have a massive feeling component um, within their personality, not because they're introverts or extroverts. Um, A lot of thinking people um, combined with introversion are actually a lot more of our stereotype of what we really feel that introverts are, and they do spend a lot more time in their own world quite happily. And they don't actually crave contact with people and the sort of depth of connections that introverts that have a feeling component do. Um, I work with so many um, introverted teenagers who feel quite left down by the world because they want a level of friendship and a level of companionship from people that they don't often get returned, and especially at younger ages. And so they don't really form proper friendships till later in life because they constantly feel as if they give out too much to the world than what they receive back. And they don't really understand why people can't match their level, and they end up feeling um, quite disheartened with the whole process um, of friendships in school. So 
This feeling component really dictates that you don't want to do small talk with people. You want to talk about big, interesting topics and the universe. And you take a, a much bigger interest in the world around you. Whereas both people um, who are extroverts and have thinking personalities for different reasons can appear to be a little bit more isolated within themselves in terms of these sort of intense topics. Um, extroverts can appear to be a little bit more transient in their friendships and they enjoy um, social interactions um, with large groups of people. And they don't necessarily need to know every member of the group really intimately. And they don't need to know everybody's life story. And they don't need to keep meeting the same people um, every week or connecting in with them. It's, you know, you'll always tell when you go out for a night out and you meet a lot of people and suddenly um, you'll connect with some of them on social media afterwards. And quite often you'll find that those people that you connect with um, are introverts um, that you start swapping articles with and ideas and chatting to. Whereas you might have l lots of extroverts on your social media that will join in with you and you might meet them at various random house parties and so on with different peripheral friends. But you, they'll be there and you might see photos or jokes from them, but you won't have the same depth of interaction. So it's a little bit more transient um, in their approach. Thinking people are quite happy to be in their own worlds and in their own thoughts and so they're not really looking for any sort of validation from the outside world or they're not looking to bounce their ideas so much off other people. They'll go away quite quietly and work by themselves. And so there, there, is, there can be a, a peer that they don't really need contact with other people and interaction. And similarly, when we look at the idea of ambiverts in the workplace and we work at, look at how people work within groups, there's lots of introverts that are leaders and quite naturally leaders. And we had this idea for a long time that only extroverts could be leaders. So people work differently within groups. And it's the difference between you having um, a leader or a boss or a colleague or a mentor or... Some people will work very happily on their own as introverts, but they always need a validation from other people for their work. And a lot of those people tend to be very sensing. They tend to not really be sure what people want from them, and they, they're quite like to work within groups, but constantly seek that little bit of guidance as to whether or not they're producing the right results or doing the right thing in the project. So... It's, again, it's not as simple as being extrovert or introverted. Um, we had this idea for a long time that just extroverts were team players and introverts weren't. It's, it's certainly not that straightforward. This idea, too, in, in ambiverts, that you can spend a lot of time out being very social um, and very friendly and in very loud environments and at parties and so on, and then suddenly your batteries will run out. Um, that's true to a certain degree um, with introverts. I think... Possibly, it depends on what people are talking about. Or some people are, again, with this feeling component, are much more attuned with what's going on in the room and whether people are really upset or whether they're really happy or whether they're pretending to be happy. And all of these aspects can suddenly become quite draining. They can be incredibly um, aware of whether or not people are being false or whether they're actually being truthful. And at a certain point in the night, you might reach a threshold where you just go, actually, I've kind of had enough of this. Um, 
the group dynamics and and that person is really drinking because you know um, they don't feel that comfortable about being here and so on and so the dynamics can shift in a room and suddenly they need time out and that's not just because they can't deal with a, a noisy environment it's because they've actually seen far more of what's going on in the room and depending on what and whether they've had a chance to do a bit of self-care themselves and look after themselves that week or how demanding a week they've had in terms of their own professional life because these sort of people tend to go into service or care work in one form or another and, and provide a service to other people they can suddenly reach a point where they go actually it's, it's Friday evening I've had a really long week of this and I'm, I've, I've dealt with a few too many people's problems this week and actually I think I need to go home now and, and charge my batteries and that's got nothing to do with whether you like being at a party or not it's being at a party with the right mix of people and I guess I think an awful lot about that because I think a lot about which friends of mine I put in the same room as each other and quite often at this stage I just don't put my friends in the same room because I find that quite stressful because I have a need for everybody to be happy and to be comfortable and to have a good time and so the responsibility of that sometimes outweighs putting the eclectic mix of people together. So there's a lot more um, at stake than just being extrovert and introvert. That's what I'm, I suppose, what I'm trying to do here. My own part that I'll finish on with this is that my gut feeling is that when I find it difficult to profile somebody and I find that they're a bit of a chameleon and that they they change their spots to match the environment or the people that they're with and they appear to be subtly different and they don't appear to just neatly fit into a category of either feeling introverted or extroverted or so on and that they may be quite private and quite introverted but yet very connected to people on a very deep level. I often find that those people will end up having an INFJ personality. That's something that I have seen over and over. And so I'd say an awful lot of people who search for ambivert um, are in fact INFJs. And so it might be worth going back and listening to my INFJ podcast and seeing how much of that relates to you. Um, and I'm sorry again for the nine months delay, but um, hopefully now that I'm going to take a little bit of a break from writing, I'm going to record a few more podcasts. And uh, I, have, I have really enjoyed the writing process, but I have missed the podcast. But it's just been, I suppose, a different form of expression for me. Anyway, thank you very much. Bye.